the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. Right now it is 106. And, uh, folks, we're going to bring you some of the coverage the members of this Rise of the Moors, based out of Pawtucket, they are in court in uh, Middlesex County in Massachusetts as we speak. I believe so far two of the defendants have come forward. They're going to bring the next one. Uh, so far, they've not been cooperating with the police. And uh, let's hear. This is this is the next one. I thank you for that. I'm going to assure you that you will have an opportunity to tell me whatever you want to tell me. I know I have the opportunity. Now now is not the time. I'm not uh, prepared to give you that opportunity just yet because the way this process works is some other things need to go on before I hear from you. Okay? So just give me a moment. Um, Commonwealth, in as much as at the moment this complaint is brought against a person whose name, uh, I take it we don't know, given that it is brought in the name of John Doe number one, is the Commonwealth moving for arraignment? Uh, Judge, we would arraign, but in terms of um, post arraignment, it needs to be fingerprinted at some point before the court can determine. Uh, so I think I think hold on, sir. How can we do that? Is this not is this not is this is this not a state part of the republic of the United States? Does the Constitution not stand here? The Constitution does not go to some states. The Constitution got two showers. In about four or five days. All right. I haven't been, I haven't been accommodated. Let, let me say this. I need you to just wait before you tell me whatever it is you want to tell me. I understand my frustration, man. I, I, tell, I tell these people my name is Will Child, and they tell me I'm John Doe. I don't understand how this works. Okay. It's live, no All right. That is yet another interruption from our video conference session, Ms. Colombo. You may remove whoever that was for the disruption. So there are a couple of ways I think we can proceed, Commonwealth. We can do an arraignment in the name of John Doe, and then I can proceed to determine if this gentleman would like Folks, to he's saying the is this long. himself or proceed without counsel. Guys are nuts. Good thing they had access to weapons. I think uh, I think he needs to be identified in front of the before. So if you issue the order for him to come back tomorrow, maybe we'll maybe he'll agree to be fingerprinted by that. So it's the Commonwealth's position that um, in order to proceed with the arraignment, we need the fingerprints as opposed to some other identifying information. Yeah, because once we arraign him, the court won't be able to really intelligently figure out what conditions are. are, are uh, I, su- I suppose I could make an order after the arraignment as well. So it's. It's really up to the Commonwealth. Folks, again, good afternoon. It's John Petro. These are the uh, Rise of Moors members. Court. 
Middlesex County, Massachusetts. They refuse to cooperate. Again, uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. What you've been listening to, and it's all been kind of going in that manner, is in fact um, one of um, one of them of these this rise of Moors. And by the way, there's certainly been a lot of jokes. What time is it? One twelve. Um, <clears throat> if you go to the website DePietro.com, I have some of their videos. I think the Pataka police need to answer some. Some questions. I also think it's funny, folks. A lot of people are, when they hear of Moors, they think of this. Spain in the 8th century. That's a joke. The Moors. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's the Moops. The correct answer is the Moops. Moops. Who see that? That's not Moops, you jerk. It's Moors. It's a misprint. I'm sorry. The card says Moops. <laughs> Folks, that was uh, the great Seinfeld episode of the Bubble Boy with George. And then you also have, um, so this was, uh, after, after years of service, this is the leader. He worked in Cranston, and he now lives in Providence. But the fact that that's not a problem to you guys based in Pawtucket is, like, is, is so damaging to the public trust. And this is so him live streaming. It's, it's, it's disrespectful to our current armed servicemen and women. And, and the fact that you're allowing the media to portray us as, as anti-government after I expressed to you multiple times when I'm anti-government, it's, it's, it's violating my trust with you guys. So I'm just informing you, we're not going to escalate anything any further. We're not going to, we're, we're, we're going to... You know the whole thing is um, is it's it's pretty bizarre. It is, and um, but what what is frightening is the number of them. How many, fully armed? Where were they really going? What was their true intent? Uh, this whole business of they're heading up for for training in Ma- in Maine. Training training for what? Um, n- none of this seems logical. None of it seems to um, recess for lunch until 1.30. Well, that's a short lunch break. Commonwealth says in order to proceed. The first one up is from Pawtucket, and he is the same thing that he just, uh, they refuse to answer anything even about themselves. Uh, and in no way would cooperate with it. But folks, this, what I, I want to once again reiterate is the, they're based right in Pawtucket, fully armed militia, don't abide by the rules of the United States, consider themselves foreign nationals. It's not your imagination. Seem like a dangerous crowd, without question. All right, I'm going to play some more of that sound coming up. Now, this was the armed standoff that that the media, obviously, to me, they did not, they didn't... They didn't uh, like the fact. What I find really appalling is the fact that they did not. Here's some more of um, them on the highway. On uh, this was early Saturday morning. We're still here. We're still safe. Uh, the lieutenant has informed us that they're going to move some of their vehicles, and they're doing that now. It's cold out here, so I'm shivering. That's that's why I sound like this. We've been out here since about two a.m. It's about 4 a.m. It's um, one, so we've been out here since 1:53 a.m. 
It is July 3rd, 2021. We are in North America, Morocco. We are on the Interstate 95 near uh, exit 57.4. The mile marker is right near this police vehicle, which they're going to be moving it soon, and I'll, I'll be able to walk up, so I don't want them to think anything funny. But if I could just show you for the record, because we already assured them that we're going to be peaceful, so uh, they have nothing to worry about. Folks, they don't have licenses. They don't have gun licenses. Right here. This is the leader Jamal from from Providence. Uh, I reassured them that we are not sovereign citizens. I reassured them that we are not uh, black identity extremists. I reassured them that uh, we are not anti-police. I reassured them that we are not anti-government. I reassured them that these men here will not be pointing guns at them. I reassured them that we're trying to come to a peaceful resolution. I reassured them that I'm willing to give them any information that is necessary to ensure that we can come to a peaceful re resolution so that way they can issue a summons to us in court and uh, handle this civilized. I've also specified how, according to the United States Supreme Court, Younger versus the state of Hawaii, the United States Supreme Court stated how uh, the possession of a firearm is not a crime. It constitutes no offense, which means they have no right or authority to detain us. Uh, I also specified how, according to the United States federal law, we have the right to peaceful journey. So, with that being said, we should not have been uh, detained here. We were not pulled over. We had stopped to fuel our vehicle. I'm going to show you for the record. I also have a body cam. It's still recording. Folks, again, the leader, he was in the Marines. He's... Um, obviously, you know, intelligent individual, but they, they seem to think that, that they have all these, oh, no, no, we don't need that. Um, you know, you don't need licenses based off case law, Young versus State of Hawaii. They, they're about to be, they're, they're absolutely about to get a chance to test this. Um, I'm also seeing ESPN has acts as Rachel Nichols, NBA final sideline reporting gig after she said black colleague going to sign me because of diversity. Good to see the country's coming together. Um, it's, no, it's not Broadway. It's Broad Street in Cranston. Broad Street. The apartment complex has been deemed unlivable. 39 families. That's the old executive building. Temporary shelter for the residents. That's right across from Jones, Walton, Sheridan. And they're saying that it is not secure. That is right in the heart of Edgewood. I grew up, that's at Moreland Avenue and Broad Street. And I grew up on Verncrest. So, unlivable. Wow, the executive building. I think Steve White lived in that building at one time. The... Executive suite. Radio. Personality. Steve White once lived there. I literally lived down the street from there. And that is now... You know, it is interesting how... Everything now, because of what happened... In South Florida, that they're being very, very cautious about some of these buildings. But um, the situation again with the the rise of the Moors is um, is is just so bizarre, folks. We are the you know, but the, the, there are these people like float around like that. I know of a a couple of them that. Again, they, they're not attorneys, but they think they, they know it. And that's why the rise to the Moors. It's a joke. The Moors. Oh. oh, no. I'm so sorry. It's the Moops. The correct answer is the Moops. Moops. Come see that. No, it's rise of the Moors. That's not Moops, you jerk. It's Moors. It's a misprint. I'm sorry. The card says Moops. <laughs> 
But anyhow, you know, for them to, oh, no, no, local state law doesn't apply to us because we are foreign nationals and we are not citizens of the United States. I love that line. I am not a citizen of the United States. I'm from Pawtucket. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. So they're out of court. The one we really want to hear is the leader, Jamal. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Jamie's Power Wash. Call them today. Power Wash. Uh, you've heard me discuss handyman services, J. Freitas Construction, deck staining. Call them today, 401-837-4545. 401-837-4545. Jamie's Power Wash. Call them today, 401-837-4545. Where they will get, why not get any type of outdoor service you can find them online at jamiespowerwash.com, Jamie's Power Wash. Now, they also do uh, professional power washing, deck staining, and in the wintertime, he will also do handyman services. But especially, folks, with all the rain that we've had, and maybe you have an outside uh, surface that has some of, the, has some of that mildew and moss, well, get rid of it. Call him today, Jamie's Power Wash. He does a fantastic job, and it's going to be uh, terrific for you to to enjoy the outside. And you're going to need it after all this rain that we've had, and there has been. And with it's now no end in sight, and especially over the uh, um, the course of the weekend, Jamie's Power Wash and Jay Freitas Construction four zero one. 837-4545 401-837-4545 he has some uh, great before and afts of the power washing you see the before and after they come out just uh, really really fantastic um, stained two decks one two tone the other solid color maybe a vinyl siding could use a pressure wash to make you shine maybe the title deck could use a pressure wash and stain Jamie's power wash 401 837 4545 does a uh, great job also can do a um, maybe a, a swing as well so give him a call today two tone along with a swing maybe sometimes the swing gets some of that stuff and you can uh, you can get it done Jamie's power wash give them a call and also uh, online I see them on Facebook Jamie's power wash and Jay Freitas construction 401 401- 8374545 and then the website is in fact um jamiespowerwash.com jamiespowerwash.com where you can then find them online so folks good afternoon it was a um it was such an odd weekend with the the bad weather and then we have some other stories a member of the squad saying that You know, all of this stuff, the racial divide continues. The racial divide continues with a member of the squad saying, well, we don't celebrate the 4th of July because black people are still not free in this country and blah, blah, blah. And just continuing to go down that path. But the the story that really caught everybody off guard, because to me, one of the best examples of the need for law enforcement is what you saw what happened with the rise of the Moors. Because that was excellent police work. Uh, That guy, can you imagine, that was to have the presence of mind. Group of men who part of a tense hour long standoff uh, are are in front of the judge. Two Rhode Island men are among the 11. Rise of the Moors. So Jamal Latmir, he's 29 of Providence. Quinn Cumberlander, he was already up, 40 of Pawtucket. Then there's three from the four, four from the Bronx, one from Long Island, and then one from Detroit. So, um, but they have. Um, let's see. I see someone has some footage. Is that maybe a member of them? So some members of the group are also outside of the courtroom. Not exactly sure. They were going to Maine for training. Like what? Like terror training? I mean, folks, none of this, none of it makes sense. Let me pull up some of the sound. I think they did have some members outside the courtroom and calling for them to be uh, 
removed or I should say set free. So um, here we go. I think Brittany Schaefer had some Quim Cumberland and Pawtucket. He was objecting to everything. Uh, a member who was not there is there to uh, support the comrades. And folks, they dress kind of like I Dream a Genie. Let me uh, hear the sound of this. We teach about nationality, we teach about law, we teach about history. And, you know, that's one of our mission statements. Are you here for someone specific or for I'm, just I'm here for everyone. Everyone, everyone yes. What is your name, sir? Rashad. But you were, not in, uh, you were not by the side of the road or anything. No, I wasn't there, yeah. no. What? A swastika? He's wearing a swastika around his neck? Oh yeah, they sound like a real peaceful group. Again, folks, you know, the media, right now it's 127, good afternoon. The media is so disappointed. That they were not a bunch of Trump supporters uh, wearing, you know, make America great again red hats. Um, so disappointed that it did. It turned out not to be that. They would have loved it to be that. But that so disappointed that instead they happen to be a black militia group out of Pawtucket. And I mean, and everybody uh, completely fully armed. So, all right, I'm going to follow that story. Let me just see if there's another um, update on it. So, let's see. This is, uh, nope. It's tough to get update, folks. Trying to get, I think they're back in court. The one we really want to hear is the Jamal Latmer, former Marine from Providence, I believe. He has changed his name to Jamal Talib Abdullah Bey. Uh, his service record was provided by the Marine Corps Tuesday. He joined the Marines in 2010, left active duty 2015, rank of corporal, never deployed overseas. Military occupation was a construction wireman and tactical switching operator. He went on two cruises with the U.S. Navy, leading to his twice being given a sea service deployment ribbon. This is the leader now of the uh, Rise of Wars. He was also given the National Defense Service Medal, Global War and Terrorism Service Medal, part of his service. His personal award was the Marine Corps Good Conduct Medal. The state police uh, allegedly recovered three AR-15 rifles, the civilian version of the military M-16 combat rifle, two pistols, bolt-action rifle, a shotgun, a shot-barreled rifle after the state offended. Um, let's see, uh, people are screaming out over the Zoom. Um, no shots were fired, but this is the, the, the very odd of this rise of the Moors. So the group out of Pawtucket. Uh, routine stop by Massachusetts State Police. Trooper spotted a group of motorists on the shoulder of 95 early Saturday morning. Pulled over. Do you guys need some help with something? Soon spiraled into an hours-long confrontation. Nearly a dozen men armed high-powered rifles and police. Standoff ended peacefully. Forced the shutdown of the highway over the holiday weekend. Nearby residents were told to shelter in place. All 11 were arrested. Numerous, numerous firearms were seized. Um... So it, right along the road in Wakefield at 1.30 in the morning, when he pulled over, he found himself facing a group of men dressed in military uniforms. Some of them had long guns slung across their bodies. Others had handguns in the holsters. Trooper asked the men, do you have licenses to drive, a license for the guns? They said they did not. He called for backup. They established a hard perimeter surrounding the group. Negotiators began speaking to them. Some of them fled into the woods. Others remained in their vehicles. The group, driving a van and pickup truck, pulled over to refuel, carrying camping gear and fuel inside the vehicles. The leader identified himself as Jamal Talib Abdullah Bey, Marine Corps veteran, headed to private land in Maine to train. Brought their own fuel out of fear they'd cause alarm if they started at a gas station. The 11 of them were arrested. The uh, men broadcast their negotiations with police over social media. 
what do we know about the group? Uh, Rise of the Moors, Moorish Americans. They believe they are the original sovereigns of the land. The website, they're based in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Of course they are. I like that line from one of them. I'm not an American. I'm from Pawtucket. (laughs) Uh, Black men dressed in military gear, displaying military-style weapons in the Moroccan flag. Traveling through Massachusetts under Moroccan flag attached to their vehicles. Senior research fellow with the Anti-Defamation League. Rise of Moore's relatively new, fairly small group. They are very interested in paramilitary activity. Group and extension of the sovereign citizens movement drawn some of their beliefs from a religious act known as the Moore Science Temple. Uh, they won a 25th active anti-government sovereign citizen groups identified in 2020. In early 1990, offshoots of a movement steeped in decades-old conspiracy theories caught in the civil rights group. Uh, they believe the United States has no authority over them and that the federal and state laws do not apply. During the encounter, the leader insisted the group is not composed of black identity extremists nor the anti-police or anti-government. And then we have the different ones. So the first one up this morning was the 40-year-old from Pawtucket. Quinn Cumberlander of Pawtucket. The one we want to wait for is uh, Jamal Latmere. Um, little is known about the men in the standoff. Parents told the Globe he's a loving son and father. Served in the Marine Corps. He's not violent. Um, why are they training with weapons? <laughs> he identifies as a Moor. Um, it sounds like, I don't know what it, it sounds like a para, paramilitary cult. He joined the Marines after graduating from high school. After a difficult transition of the military, he was working at a farm in Cranston. And then something happened. Started off really good. It didn't end that way. But then the person at the farm wouldn't say what. So I want to, um, we're going to follow it, folks, to see when they're back in court. They were in this morning. It was, it was pretty much a mess uh, because they would not, very, very difficult. They keep insisting that, that the court has no power over them because they are not American citizens, which seems, it's not your imagination. Um, it's odd. They have been working off this premise. I don't think they're going to be successful with that. Uh, but they seem to think that they just start reciting, you have no authority over me. I don't need a lawyer. Um, I don't want to say, I don't know if they're paranoid or misguided. Maybe a combination of both. Um, probably a combination of both. I don't think they're, let me just double check. I don't think they're back in court just yet. Um, let's see. Should be back in court very shortly. Let me just check one more. So it is a little. Um, the whole thing this morning was was bizarre. What, what's frightening is the fact that they have the is they have the access to the weapons uh, and insisting that no no laws apply to them. I think that's interesting. And then that quote: "I'm not a I'm not a uh, a citizen." Um, I'm from Pawtucket. I like that one. All right. I believe they are going to be coming back. Folks, I want to, the sound was a little light this morning, but hopefully it's going to be a little bit better as, um, as the next hearing continues. But this, this is very odd. Uh, and as I was mentioning earlier, I, I was very surprised that the local media, the local, local TV stations in Providence based, not Boston, Boston was all over it. Providence did not send anyone to cover it. Instead, the Providence stations were covering what was happening with Black Lives Matter protesting at the Providence Public Safety Complex because some people in South Providence got hit by pepper spray. All right, right now at 1.36, it's Tuesday. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Listen, for your cooling, make sure you're nice and cool this summer. Call J.K.L., they're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600. 
JKL Engineering. Remember, estimates are free, financing is available, and they're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call JKL, 401-351-7600. Remember, estimates are free, financing is available. You can depend on JKL Engineering. Call them today at 401-351-7600. Maybe you're listing right now, and you're over the line into Mass, whether you're in Bellingham or Attleboro or Franklin, or wherever you can hear my voice, why not explore Central Air? J.K.L. Engineering, they can deliver it, 401-351-7600. They do it right, they do it right the first time. It's J.K.L. Engineering. So again, folks, uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Now, we have a lot on the website, uh, DePietro.com. You can check it out. I have some uh, videos of the group and a lot more. Again, DePetro.com, which is worked by Soul Source Restoration. Folks, call them today, 401-712-2700, 401-712-2700, Source Restoration. Give them a call today. Uh, Mike Sepian and Company, they clean and disinfect residential and commercial properties. S-O-L-E, Soul Source, 401-712-2700. There was the big scene over the weekend. President Biden went for ice cream, and he did not have his notes in case someone asked him about anything else. I saw a gun. I got a brief as I was on the plane. That's why I was late getting off the plane. I got a brief, and uh, I'll be in better shape to talk to you about it. I'll tell you what they sent me. Thanks. Uh, the idea, first of all, we're not sure who it is for certain. Number one. And what I did, I directed the full resources of the, of the government to assist in a response if we determine what else you need. Oh, nothing. You're all set. Okay. And um, uh, the fact is that uh, I directed the intelligence community to give me a, a deep dive on what's happened. And I'll know better uh, tomorrow. And if it is, uh, either with the knowledge of and or consequence of Russia then let's go Putin we will respond and uh no no I haven't called because we're not we're not certain the initial thinking was it was not the Russian government he just wants his ice cream I mean he just wants he just wants his ice cream um I want to I want to follow with this afternoon with this rise of the moors i think that's interesting that um i did get an email he says his name is cumberlander uh john i think he made up that name because Pawtucket is near cumberland uh, he very well may have as a matter of fact um i i don't know what to make of this crew the rise of moors but i i think there's some questions for Pawtucket police of how are they not aware of this crowd how are they not, I mean, and, and, and folks, as I have was, was playing, I, I have, I was speaking to someone that knows a little bit about them, said they were maybe trying to do some local recruiting, but the whole thing is, um, here is, and if you go to the website, tobetro.com, here is where they call the Pawtucket police to let them know they're going to be training in Pawtucket, shooting off military-style weapons. And you can hear them. Um, he calls the police to put them in order. Yeah, we're going to be on Front Street, right, right, into, right into the uh, river. Right behind the high school? Uh, near the uh, aluminum or whatever they're doing. Yeah. You get a scrap yard. Right. Well, All right. Uh, that, that's a uniform, right? Yeah, yep. All right. I'll, uh, I'll let this person take some All right, thank you. My name is Jamal. Yeah, for... No one, they didn't want to get, like, do you have licenses for those weapons? Wait, where are you guys? Who are you? Can I see some identification? 
some basic things here? That that did not happen. I mean, he did give them a heads up, and in the video, you see the Pawtucket police ride by. So I don't... The Moorish militia. Who knew we had a Moorish militia in Pawtucket? The Paw Sox leave, and look who comes in. I, I just don't understand the Pawtucket police of... This doesn't seem a little odd to you? These guys running around with the, the weapons? Jamal. J-A-M-H-A-L. Can I have your name one more time, please? Sergeant Gary Correa. Sergeant Gary Correa. Sergeant Thank Gary you. Correa. Take care. How about going and checking out exactly what they're involved in? I don't... Their whole... Few more helping us notifying their chain of command of what's going on. We're still here. We're still safe. Uh, the lieutenant has informed us that they're going to move some of their vehicles, and they're doing that now. It's cold out here, so I'm shivering. That's that's why I sound like this. We've been out here since about 2 a.m. It's about 4 a.m. It's um, one, so we've been out here since 1:53 a.m. It is July 3rd. 2021 we are in north america morocco we are on the interstate 95 near uh exit 57.4 the mile marker is right near this police vehicle which they're going to be moving it soon and i'll i'll be able to walk up because i don't want them to think anything funny in fact i'll just show you for the record because we already assured them that we're going to be peaceful so uh they have nothing to worry about but the mile marker was Right here. So that's where we are. Uh, I reassured them that we are not sovereign citizens. I reassured them that we are not uh, black identity extremists. I reassured them that uh, we are not anti-police. I reassured them that we are not anti-government. I reassured them that these men here will not be pointing guns at them. I reassured them that we're trying to come to a peaceful resolution. I reassured them that I'm willing to give them any information that is necessary to ensure that we can come to a peaceful resolution so that way they can issue a summons to us in court and uh, handle this civilized. I've also specified how, according to the United States Supreme Court, Younger versus the state of Hawaii, the United States Supreme Court stated how uh, the possession of a firearm is not a crime. It constitutes no offense, which means they have no right or authority to detain us. Uh, I also specified how, according to the United States federal law, we have the right to a peaceful journey. So, with that being said, we should not have been uh, detained here. We were not pulled over. We had stopped to fuel our vehicle. I'm going to show you for the record. I also have a body cam. It's still recording. My uh, body cam is right here. <clears throat> The red light indicates that it's that's recording. Our vehicle is full of camping equipment, which supports uh, what I said about how we're going to our private land to train, which is our Second Amendment right. Also specified how how is that your Second Amendment uh, right? Federal laws of the United States. You're not a citizen. We have the right to travel as long as we're not making any unnecessary stops. I assured the police that we prepared for this because we prepared to abide by federal law. Uh, the federal laws of the United States, including the treaty laws of the United States. So I assured them that uh, we had planned to fill up these fuel tanks, which I'm about to show you right now. So that way we don't have to make any unnecessary stops, so that way we could have just passed through their state. They specified how they were trying to protect public security and public peace, and I specified how we were just traveling through. We weren't going to stop, and we weren't going to stop at any gas stations, because that could have alerted the public, which is why we have the gas tanks right here. And right here what why why would it why would it alert the public if you were stopping at a gas station and on top of that how, how is it possible that you leave Pawtucket you're headed for Maine and then you have to stop in Wakefield along the highway to already refuel doesn't sound like you gassed up in Pawtucket I, I don't again I I think the Pawtucket police I'm gonna try to reach out to them I think they should answer some questions. Um, what, what did they know about this group? What did they think when they were training? When they were 
called them up and said, we're going to be firing off some rifles. And then in the video, you see Pataka police go by. What, what did they think about it? What did they think this caravan, this militia left? Now, the, the leader of the group, his mother, of course, starts immediately crying race and tells the Boston Globe that the reason the police stopped him was because they're people of, you know, they, they were 11. It's an all black militia. If they were all white, they would have just waved them through. I, I think it's the opposite. What is President Biden keeps saying that the, the biggest threat right now in the United States is white supremacy. This is an 11 fully strapped all black militia. I would argue that's a much, much larger threat. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Tuesday, and I agree, the story's bizarre. I'm not sure what time they're going to be back in court, but I do want to carry it. It's brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now, if you're listing right now, it's 147, it's Tuesday, and maybe your appliance is not working properly, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096. 401 710 7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair repairs on all makes and models of appliances. Maybe you have a washing machine that's not working properly. Or maybe you have a dryer or your stove or maybe the ice maker. Any appliance not working properly. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair 401 710 7096. Maybe the ice maker in your refrigerator is not working properly. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. So that is um, obviously the big story is this rise of the Moors out of Pawtucket. This whole notion that they somehow feel that the um, local laws do not apply to them. You know, I'm also seeing, I knew there was a shooting last night in Providence. And the guy, whoever was shot, then made his way to the hospital. But I'm seeing now, not only was he shot, he was run over. That I was unaware of. I know they had a, um, you know, right now, Providence Journal buried on the website, 11 arrested after police standoff that closed 95 north of Boston, kind of a big, kind of a big story. Though two of those charged are from Providence. Well, I think one's from Pawtucket, actually. Um, the whole story is is very odd. So they don't have licenses. Um, they they don't. Well, they they certainly don't have a license to carry a gun. And then I played earlier. His his father is insisting that. That he's not a terrorist. Now we have a man fatally shot. He's just walking in Providence. 19-year-old man shot Monday night, died during surgery. Working on, that's right near Ford Street, near Dexter Street, 830 when he was shot, taken to Rhode Island Hospital. It's not released. 11th homicide this year. No arrest been made. Uh, killing files. The shooting of a 14-year-old girl as people watching fireworks. She was treated at Hasbro. I, I don't know what to make of the, uh, the latest murder. In the store, in the um, in the city, but I want to um, th- this story of the the group of um, the rise of the Moors, folks. And again, right now at one fifty, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM thirteen eighty and ninety nine point nine FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is depietro.com. Um, let me just see. Uh, I want to just. Oh, okay. Um, I know there was also, I have it on the website, depetro.com, that there was an incident in New Hampshire. There was an incident in New Hampshire where uh, this group, um, this group was, they, they, it, it's kind of odd how they were called out about exactly what they were doing in the state of New Hampshire. Let me pull up the the story. But and again folks, it's on the website depetro.com. Uh, um there was this story in the Union Leader in New Hampshire where they had an incident with them. Kind of high profile. Rise of the Moors group involved in twenty nineteen New Hampshire incident. 
um, federal. They had a. They filed a federal lawsuit against New Hampshire in 2019 after an encounter with police in Marlboro. The lawsuit alleging police violated the rights of the two self-identified members of the Rise of the Moors was dismissed by U.S. court in August after the plaintiffs repeatedly failed to submit required paperwork and court fees. November 12, 2019, before the pandemic, Marlboro police officer pulled over a driver, later identified as Leon Campbell of Lowell, who stated he did not need a state-issued driver's license or car registration. While this was going on, Campbell's companions, two other cars pulled over, surrounded the police officer in a parking lot. Police at the time said the group identified themselves as Moorish sovereigns and sovereign citizens. Campbell presented an identity card in the name of Leonist Bay. In a lawsuit filed 10 days later, two men elicited their address as Rise of the Moors in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, sued police departments and individual officers from Marlboro, Harrisville, Dublin, and Troy, as well as the state police and Cheshire County Department of Corrections, for violating their rights, extortion, and other allegations. After the group's legal efforts to avoid paying court fees failed, a judge dismissed the claims, their claims last August. So the whole thing, though, is still um, is very odd. So they seemingly have been operating out of Pawtucket for some time. And then they carry on this whole business of I don't need a license to carry a weapon and I don't need a driving license. Because I'm not even a citizen of the United States. And I, I just don't know why, why law enforcement has allowed them to get away with it. Law enforcement should not allow them to get away with it. Now, folks, on this Tuesday afternoon, and again, I'm going to play. There was Channel 10 in the story about them last night. And they, the leader, his parents live in Rhode Island. Uh, the group originates. Their headquarters are in Pawtucket. I want to remind you about Maria. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You call her at 401-305-3585. It's my health. Pop in and see Marie diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant, that old white church. You have vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like acai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products as well. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Or call them at 401-305-3585. Pop in and see Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I mentioned that NBC10 did a piece where they spoke with the father of um, the leader of this group. And he, the father's claiming, oh no, he's he's not a terrorist. Nope, he's just, uh, he was in the Marines. But folks, a lot of people, start, yeah, Timothy McVeigh was in the military too. But then the element of changing the name, why did he, you know, the, I don't know, they go through like a brainwashing almost. And there's some videos of them like going through with them and try to explain like it's so easy. And here's the um, story on it. Of the Moore group is coming to his defense. Jamal Latimer of Providence is identified as one of the 11 men arrested over the weekend in Wakefield, Massachusetts. State police say that the group was heavily armed and held them at a standoff for hours. And now, on the night before, Latimer faces a judge. His father says, while even he may not understand all of his son's beliefs, he does know his character. Stephen Latimer says his son Jamal changed his last name a few years ago to Talib Abdullah Bey. Around the same time, he co-founded the Rise of the Moors. No, he's not a terrorist. He's, he's, he's going out of proportion. Massachusetts State Police say Bay and his group, dressed in fatigues and armed with rifles and pistols, refused to drop their guns along I-95 for hours on Saturday. The standoff ended peacefully when Bay and the others surrendered before being arrested on a list of charges. He's never talked about attacking anyone. Since the I-95 incident, Bay's father says people have unfairly rushed to judgment against his son, who allegedly told authorities he was traveling with the group from Rhode Island to Maine for training. He's a veteran. He served in the Marines. Um, my, my son is uh, he's a good person, man. Um, Kind-hearted. Will give you the shirt, anyone the shirt off his back. And that's what the Rise of the Moors is, is about. It's not about 
violence and they, they, you know they're not promoting that and or attacking anyone um my son has never hurt anyone so why the guns self-defense why does anyone have a gun in their house or why does anyone go to a range or why does anyone train what are they training for self-defense police say neither bay nor any other members of the group has a license to carry guns bay's father maintains his son has no ill intent him to be portrayed like this by these experts? If, they, if, if Rise of the Moors was such a terrorist group and such a threat, why did they go on so long? Why wouldn't the FBI or whoever put a stop to them? Bay has been the poster boy of the group for years on YouTube, a role he maintained in a live stream during the standoff. Do you wish that that wasn't the case and that he wasn't the face of all of this? If he has to be the face to make the point, I mean, someone has to. Um, he's in that position. It is what it is. I just wish it didn't play out the way it did. You know, this business of, um, well, they have it, They should have stopped it. Well, there's definitely a progression. There's definitely a progression where they go from, we should get some weapons, to they have weapons, to we should get some members. But I think it comes back to, wh- wh- what was this all about? What is the goal here? What is the intent? He give you the shirt off his back. Well, they they don't do anything in the community. Um, there's eleven of them that have stopped on ninety five. They're fully strapped. This whole business of that they don't recognize our laws. They're foreign nationals. I think they've been able to get away with it, but I think it's about to be challenged. And I think a judge is about to say, "I listen. We don't know what you're talking about." You worked at a farm in Cranston. This one lives in Pawtucket. You live in Providence. You come up with all these made-up names. But here's who you really are. You served in the Marine Corps. Um, And whatever happened at this job, the woman that hired him said, you know, it started off okay, but then something went wrong. But they're off. And all this stuff they're preaching, folks, it doesn't, it sounds like a cult. Like, they believe this. Koresh was like this. And they get their followers. And sometimes it can take years to where they need to be. Um, A big part of it is just getting started. So they seem to be enjoying what happened over the weekend. You see, maybe they wanted the platform. I think the whole thing is odd. We're going to follow the story as the afternoon goes on. We're anxious to see what happens to the leader now. Now, folks, good afternoon at one fifty nine. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Coming up, you're going to hear the 2 o'clock news, and then it's going to be the, the uh, John Dion program. Now, I, I will be on doing Facebook Live a little bit later just because this seems to be, and there is so much news. But especially this court proceeding with these individuals and, uh, and where they're going to go. It certainly, I, I don't know what they were up to, but it does seem odd. Fourth of July weekend. 11 fully strapped armed militia, all black militia, by the way, riding. Where were they going? I I don't know. We'll see whether or not if they find out anything. So remember, check out the website, topetro.com. We're back on the radio tomorrow at 11, but I'll definitely be doing Facebook Live later. WNRI, Winsocket.